Hey guys, well, we are super excited to announce that we're on CastBox now. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, and it does have all your favorite podcasts, okay? Okay, you can still listen to Dumb Gay Politics wherever you get your podcasts, but we just want you to try CastBox. We literally hate every single other podcast provider, as you guys know, and especially the main one, and you know which one we're talking about. And we're super excited that we're finally on CastBox because we think it's the best. So try it. Uh-huh, it's all shit, it's all just dumb gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that because we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast a dumb gay political podcast Ooh, it's all shit it's all shit Ooh, it's all shit it's all shit i mean are we gonna die i don't know I, I, you're extreme i am extreme it's all shit uh uh this shit is bananas b a a a a a s this shit is trumpas t r u m p a n a n a s what? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everyone! Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we recap the week in politics like we are talking about the week in reality TV. And we are still in fucking <gasps> Asia. Oh we are in goddamn Asia. We have been in Asia for an entire month. We were in China for two weeks, then we were in Tokyo for two weeks, and we are literally right now sitting in a fucking rented room at the Beijing airport. Inside the airport. And by the way, it's the nicest room we've been in. Yeah. I (laughs) I hate to say it. I hate to say it. But it's true. It's not one, not two, not three, but four times the size (laughs) Of a hotel room we lived in for two weeks where Julie became Julian Assange Goldman. (laughs) Like, you became Julie Assange. My hair has become (laughs) insane. My beard has become insane. Um, Filthy, fat. I mean... We brought in so many animal diseases into that small room. Oh, yeah. And then I am so gross about hotel room cleaners like I don't want them in my shit I don't want them in my products I don't want them in my fucking dirty panties I don't want them in my shit I don't Uh I don't want them in my room no and so I will make Julie act like she's a person that lives at home and I'll go let's hang our towels let's use our towels for more than one day Uh we we literally got a sign on the door that said we have to come clean your room. <laughs> Said for, for hygiene. For hygiene reasons, we need to come in. And they forced us out onto the streets where I had to Google, like, yeah. cafe to go work in Tokyo. Because they were like, we don't know what kind of ramen shop you're running in there. But the mold that's coming out. And I was like, okay, we've turned into Julian Assange. And so we got out. We can't even believe at this point that we're out of Japan. Because that was... So harrowing. And I know everyone just thinks that we're buffoons who lose passports and miss flights. And you're not wrong, (laughs) uh, technically. However, we were booked on Air China by Julie's boss on her gay cruise. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone's ever used Air China, but they don't speak English. They are located in China. It's not like a funny, like... Like Singapore Airlines, where they have like their American branch, or Japanese Airlines maybe has, or or how about Alaska, which is not located in Alaska. Right. It's in China, and they don't do anything online. Unless you book your ticket, apparently, online, through that actual website, you cannot look at anything you've booked through the website. But even if you book your ticket online, you can't deal with your seats. You can't they deal can't with upgrades. You cannot do anything with your ticket online. You have to call them. China's 12 hours to 15 hours ahead, depending on where you are in America. 
and they don't speak English. And they, oh. and it's not you're not dealing with American Airlines. It's like no, like you're, you're like what are my miles? <laughs> no, nothing. You're not even dealing with even asking for seats. It's like uh, hold, hold on, please hold on. Fifteen minutes later. No. And also, can I say, I just need you guys. I have turned into night terror. (laughs) Fucking. They took my external charger. They took my nail polish remover at this airport. I am. I cannot. We're in the like we're in the lounge, like the like the business class lounge. And I've seen a fucking. I'm, I saw a bitch in velour boot cut sweats <laughs> with full high heels. Okay. Mm-hmm. I saw another one in a pink lacy top with like, like lace lame flowers oh, all over mm-hmm. it with Navy knockoff Adidas sweats. Mm-hmm. You're in a lace top that looks like you might be going to your daughter's wedding yep. with Navy Adidas sweats, mm-hmm. the knockoffs with the stripe down side. I was enraged. I could not. The looks in the in the lounge. Oh, white man in <laughs> sweatpants and uh, ill-fitting top with um, lady type small puffy boobs. He had man boobs. He had like I mean, mesothelioma or something like. I straight don't up. know what happened there, but that was like he needed a. <laughs> Brazier, and we could not even handle for two seconds. I'm, I can't even. We're not even mad at man boobs if you're a fluffy man. This guy was not fluffy. He well, was thin with with women's breasts. You're thin with titties. Yeah, we're in the so, prepubescent. Take your titties. So you're gonna need to get your training bra and get the fuck yeah, on. And don't saunter around <laughs> the goddamn buffet <laughs> with ear canceling headphones on. Oh. You guys, it's so hot. It's also there's no air conditioning anywhere here mm-hmm. in this airport in this room in this hotel for the la- even in the hotel we were in it was the 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 temperature control is virtually impossible you're either hot or you're freezing and that's it there's nothing in between it's so hot that I'm even enraged and I don't even get hot mm-hmm. and I thought did I pee or sweat I don't know my underwear are soaked I need oh. to dry them Julie says good thing I brought lounging on shorts and I go by lounging shorts do you mean straight up underwear because those are I am sitting in my underwear I mean or I should say they're men's you know they're a men's brief they're underwear okay so her lounge short we are I'm I'm at a new low. I'm yeah. sitting doing this podcast <laughs> in underwear on the side of a bed in a room in a hotel fake hourly hotel room in the Beijing airport. Yeah, I don't know if we're in a hooker facility or what, but we're so hot we don't care. We're hot and fat, and we not to mention we had to get moved from the other room because we tried to play the computer, <laughs> and Brandy electrocuted her arms. <laughs> she shot the entire electricity in the room went out. We had to then go get the people. Then they don't speak. No, English you at the guys. Desk. The entire first of all, don't even trip because I have a power strip, and I did try to plug that shit in. Don't even trip. I've got a power strip. Yeah, so I tried to plug in a fucking full power strip from the eighties, and it it. Popped, electrocuted my arms, wrist to shoulders. I screamed and dropped. <laughs> just came out. Julie's like, "You're okay. Are you okay? Are you okay?" We're in pitch black. All of every light in the TV goes off. Also, a flame shot out the fucking yeah, power switch. And you're like, <laughs> "No!" I was like, ah! "I screamed and threw it." I electrocuted my arms. They hung down limply. I smelled yep. burnt toast. It was my probably my hair. And then Julie's like, you're okay. She's like walking over to me like I'm a skittish animal. You're okay. Are you okay? And I said, my arms feel weird. <laughs> like, And then we had to move rooms. It was sighing Chinese housekeepers. Oh, like, like, <sighs> and I'm like, bitch, the lights don't work. I don't know what to tell you. Meanwhile, we blew the whole fuse in the hole. Oh. So that's probably what they knew when they were so they, they puffy. Get puffy. So, so the bottom line is cut to we're sitting in our fucking underwear. We're hot. <laughs> the made off of fucking. We're sweating. Fucking man boobs and old fucking boot cut velour oh. with high heel sweat loser tool. I can't let anyone live. I can't deal. I'm so irritable. And 
Air China, you, you, not only can you not deal with it online, you can't call it from a cell phone. No. So you have to find a public phone and they say, <laughs> there's a public phone. Uh-huh. Then you have to have change. Yep. And then you have to sit and spend $200 standing at a public phone. Yep. It's so fucking crazy. And I just. It was maddening. But I just need everyone to know, like, it's that old chestnut that I've said on the Patreon podcast, www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics, where I say sometimes I'll have a weird daydream slash self-induced panic attack where I'm like, what would happen if I left the house on my way to set and I didn't know that how to get there and then I forgot my phone at home and then but it was too far to get back to get my phone what would I do would I go into a gas station and be like can I use your phone it's like when I got locked out of your house yeah and then you're like can I borrow someone's phone which is vulgar and disgusting and hideous so it's like that it's like you are now raised with wolves and have been let loose in New York City and you don't even understand how to operate simple things like a payphone. We don't know how to operate a fucking payphone in Japan. No. To call China. You're not just calling locally right. down to the Japanese 7-Eleven. You're calling now China. You're doing an international call from a public phone. And it's fucking... And it's like, just let me call on my fucking iPhone. Let me go online. Yep. Now, we're in Beijing airport. Can't get online. Nope. Can't get Google. Can't get Amazon. Can't get CNN. Can't get Yahoo. Can't get. You can get Beiju. We can we can go Google things in on Beiju, but mm-hmm. we better know Chinese. Yeah, I mean, there's and uh, uh, there's no help. There's no. It's just so. They took my lighters. They took. They. It's. It's just. It's um. Time to go home. Julie's like, they took my Japanese lighters. <laughs> and meanwhile, they're like, you have five writers in here. It's like, <laughs> motherfucker had five lighters. I'm like, they were just so fucking rude, though. Uh, and just beyond. Like, just, we can't take it. Throwing shit we're night terroring and... out. And this podcast is going to suck balls. We're, we're getting the information off of our phones. We don't know the news. We don't give a fuck. If yeah. you want to hear about more complaining, go to Patreon and join. We would love for you to do it. And guess what? If anyone is still listening, uh-huh. we are doing a live show in D.C. on June 1st. June 1st at 5 p.m., you guys, at the D.C. Comedy Loft. Okay? It's near DuPont Circle. So yes. we are going to be very classy, D.C. Yeah. And And you know what? What's so exciting is the minute we get home, we pretty much get to leave for another week. It's incredible. It is incredible. Well, we, um, we're we busy now. After we do this, we're going to get right to planning that show. And it's going to be, now the next few weeks are just going to be all about that show. So. so we don't know where you're going to buy tickets yet. We think it's going to be Purple Pass. But really, anyone who lives in the following, Maryland, Delaware, Virginia, Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey. Yeah. You need to get on, get your bus pass booked, yep. get your train ticket booked, yep. whatever the fuck you guys do on the East Coast, yep. and get your Airbnb booked, Yep. because we're going to do this shit at 5 p.m. Early enough, you can... Then we're going to be drinky to drink, <laughs> uh-huh. because the alcoholism is back <laughs> on Front Street, hunties. We'll have t-shirts for sale. We'll have them live. You well, know. Yep. We'll have all of that, and we, we're... We're feeling oh. pretty good about being in D.C. I mean, it's dumb gay politics. It's in Washington, D.C. We love D.C. so much. It, yes, it's going to be. Um, we're very excited to do politics in D.C. Now, also, anyone who um, is interested should get in touch with us if you um, feel that you'd like to sing the theme song live need, of the show. We need or, someone to think, sing the opening song. Yes. And we need a drag queen to do Sweet Transvestite. Yep. Or it doesn't have to be anyone. You can perform Sweet Transvestite yep. any old which way your tranny ass wants to do it. Yeah. So um, go. you can go to www.julianbrandy.com if you aren't a Patreon member. Or yes, are. Right. Or you can even you can even go on Patreon.com and leave us a message there. You don't have to subscribe to our Patreon podcast to leave us a message there at any time or post on those things. You just have to be registered on Patreon to right. post. Right. And um, that's what we need. We need an opening singer and we need 
a guest. A gay guy <laughs> who gay guys. Oh and yeah, their gay feelings. guys and their feelings would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Gay yeah. guy, gay girls. It's gay guy and their feelings. If you're a girl, you're still a gay guy with feelings yeah. for that yeah. segment. So yeah. that's what we're looking for. That's what we need. Um, we also need a guest, and we also need someone to do the entire podcast. So let us know whoever's into and up for any and all of that. Right. We would love to see you there and hear from you. Let's get to Eye of the Shit Storm, shall we? Shit, take some shit. Put it up on the wall. Check it out for a while. Shit, take that shit. Up off of the wall. Put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some buck. Put it up on the wall where the shit used to be. All right, so... This week, the Eye of the Shit Storm is sleeping in a weird hotel room in a Beijing airport. We can't access American internet on our computers, and we're doing all we can from our fucking iPhones. That's right. Now, when we were classy and happy in Tokyo, we thought we'd give you guys all the amazing panty-dropping moments provided by Kamala Harris and the Bill Barr hearing. But no, we will not be accessing any clips on YouTube or Google or Facebook or Amazon or America, so no. Also, this podcast is late, I'm permanently drunk, and all I care about is money since I spent all of mine in Japan. (laughs) Also, I'm so fucking done with the Mueller report, it's not even funny. If the House won't impeach Trump, then I'm moving the fuck on, okay? I'm just, I'm on. I'm on, I'm on, I'm moving the fuck on, I'm already on, off, (laughs) off the on. So. I'm so off. It's, yeah. I'm so on, I'm off. We're just, yeah, it's like. All the news is fucking Bill Barr and Attorney General and Mueller and fucking subpoenas. And we're like, fuck off. We don't care. Yeah. We want to hear impeach or we don't want to hear from you. So this is what we decided was the shitstorm. And we shouldn't be deciding anything such as. Apparently, the New York Times came out with an article dragging Trump and his fake mogul status. I'd tell you the journalist's name if I could access the New York Times in China but it turns out, sweetie, that's not allowed here. Kind of like how my anchor portable charger and my nail polish remover isn't allowed. So that got confiscated, and my rage nearly got me thrown in a Chinese airport jail. <laughs> I When they took my passport out of the thing, too, and I was like, um, can I have my passport? I know it's, I heard myself, but can I have my passport? You, you turned into, like, Megan McCain? Yeah. My dad? Where's my passport? Can I have my passport back? Can I have my passport back? Like, and why do you like, have uh, that? Uh, 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 uh. And I was like, great, thank you. Okay. We are, we need to be taken in straight jackets into like an Americana diner yes. and left there. Like straight up. Like I we mean, need to be, like Patty Duke needs to fucking come out oh. and give us a hug. We need oh. Pam, we need Phyllis, we need French fries and we just oh. need like. Yes, salads. I need like, <laughs> seriously, just the planes. The fucking yes. the planes. Yes. <laughs> the American planes. Just basic. The, I need air. So, here's the deal. Okay. Trump ran for president branding himself as a self-made billionaire. Uh-huh. He, he literally touted his financial success, like, in every fucking speech, okay? But he also has refused to release his tax returns to the public, and to Congress, okay? That's, like, a huge thing all in the news. He won't give the tax returns and blah, 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 blah. The thing, though, is he duped the American people by pretending he was a self-made billionaire when he wasn't. And I recently had a revelation with Julie that has been life-altering for me, (laughs) where Trump did this stupid fucking rally in Wisconsin, and... The motherfucker was so high on life. I was like, I don't even know why he's president. Like, he's only president to go to rallies. Right. He doesn't want to govern. He doesn't want to legislate. He doesn't want to... um, Help anybody. He doesn't want to help. He doesn't want to work in groups. He doesn't want to deal with foreign policy. He doesn't want to deal with America. He really just wants to build, and he wants to talk. He really just wants to perform. And I, I, I understood all of a sudden, he should start... A church like fucking one of those big mega churches. Yeah. Or he should give you a Tony Robbins effect, but it's about making money because that is right, where like a motivational speaker of yeah, sorts. But he should have a Sunday service every Sunday where he gets to speak in front of a crowd because it's really all he wants yeah, to do. Yeah. So what he did was with all of his rallies was go and speak in front of these crowds 
and basically act like if you elect me, I'll get us all rich because I was so rich. I mean, literally, I wrote it here in my mouth. So right before he officially announced in 2015, he said, I'm the most successful person ever to run for the presidency oh. by far. Oh, Nobody's ever been more successful than me. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm the most successful person ever to run. Ross Perot is not successful like me. Oh. Mitt Romney? <laughs> I have a Gucci store that's worth more than Romney. Oh. Okay? So he says that right before he announces that he's going to run. Then, after the New York Times came out with this article with all these old tax returns from the 80s, and dragged his fucking ass, he tweeted, he sent out this tweet. But the New York Times basically break down how he was not a self-made mogul by any stretch of the imagination. He never paid taxes. He lost billions of dollars. His parents gave him all his money, and then him and his shitty siblings did all tax schemes to avoid getting, you know, to hide all the parents' money, and he's nothing but a shadester, and he also, he's not successful, really, at all, and they fucking read him for filth, and it's so embarrassing, and then he tweets this. Okay, he says... Real estate developers in the 1980s and 1990s, more than 30 years ago, were entitled to massive write-offs and and depreciation, which would, if one was actively building, show losses and tax losses in almost all cases. Much was non-monetary, sometimes considered tax shelter. You would get it by building or even buying. You always wanted to show losses for tax purposes. Almost all real estate developers did and often renegotiate with banks. It was sport. Additionally, the very old information put out is a highly inaccurate fake news hit job. I can honestly say that's the most like succinct and informational tweet he's ever and probably given. Honest. Ever given. It's like I learned so much. I mean, I, we already knew that develop real estate developers claim a ton of losses right. and that they all have tax shelters and that it's it's almost sport for them, right. avoiding paying taxes. But the level that he, like, revealed in that tweet is, I'm like, oh, maybe he isn't the biggest dummy on the whole entire fucking planet. Yeah, I mean, he clearly know what he does know is about... Um, Breaking laws? Yes. Avoiding how to get paying. around the system. Yeah. He does know that. Ripping people off and, and lying. Yeah. The level that he lied when he was running for office, you guys, is like... And he, we, we all know that the man is a liar, but it, it it becomes a thing where with all liars, when you know liars, where it's like their lies are so outlandish that you're like... You, can't, you, you start thinking it's true because... Uh-huh. But every single time the guy opens his mouth, it's the exact opposite of what he's saying is actually true. Right. Like... He says he's, he said his dad gave him a million dollars and that he was a self-made billionaire. His dad gave him what amounts to $413 million in today's money. Wow. $413 million. Like. Oh my God. Um, in, so basically he, the Times article went through all of his taxes and then they compared the closest like earner, like say, let's say just. For the stakes of this like conversation, he earned like uh, ten million dollars. I mean, okay. he didn't, but let's just say a round number. So they took the next closest tax earner who made ten million, and they compared the losses. Oh, and Trump had lost twice as much as them. Like literally, in 1990 and 1991, Trump's core businesses lost more than 250 million dollars each year. Oh my god, more than double. The losses of the closest taxpayers in those years. Wow. More than double. The man lost $1.17 billion from 1985 to 1994. Was that the casino? Yeah. Nobody was ever even dealing with billions really back then. Right. He lost more money than anyone in the United States in that like nine year period. Wow. He lost more money than anyone. In fact, he's a fucking loser. He's not successful. He's right. a loser. I mean, and all of these app 
oh, oh yeah, I can swear. And all of these assholes who are like, he's rich, I'm going to be rich too. He wants us to be rich. That's right. It's like, well, guess what? He was born into money. He didn't make any money at all. And his turns out dad he, gave him $413 million. Right. And he tells everyone his dad gave him $1 million. I mean... He was born in Germany and he gave me a million dollars. I mean, he said like, oh, I own... In his, in his, in his speeches, he'd be like... I own the Bank of America building. I own right. this building. I own this building. I'm so rich. I'm so rich. That's the kind of person who needs to run this country. Like, you're a fucking shady queen. They helped his parents. <laughs> he helped his parents with his stupid fucking sister, who's a federal judge, who literally just retired because they were doing an ethics investigation. They all helped their parent. They helped the Trump parents dodge the taxes. Right. So yeah. So they didn't have to pay the stupid fucking death yeah. tax and all that shit, which he took away this year. The death tax. And. The, the the amount and just the level that he duped the country is astounding, and yeah. no one can take it. Don Lemon, fucking Anderson Cooper, I'm sure Rachel Maddow. Yeah. No one can take it. So, But Trump supporters who who had it, who were with him from day one, they're still there. They're still there. No one has any idea what the fuck is going on, and I don't blame them. So on Monday, basically Steve Mnuchin, who's Trump's Ugh. secretary of the treasury, that guy is a fucking nightmare. Um, he denied a request from the House of Representatives, the Ways and Means Committee, okay? They requested the last six years of Trump's tax returns. Steve Mnuchin said that would be illegal when there's an actual law that says Congress can subpoena any American's taxes at any time, and it is legal. Last I checked, the motherfucker's an American, but (laughs) Steve Mnuchin said it's against the law. So... Literally, New York State, the Southern District of New York, is about to, literally today, Wednesday, pass a law where they can give the taxes of any New York residents to the House Ways and Means Committee. They are going to give the taxes to the House. They're passing a law so they can give his taxes to the House Ways and Means Committee. Um, that is... Amazing. Yeah. Um, Okay, so literally the spokesperson for the New York State Senate Majority Leader said, The president and his administration have repeatedly shown a true hostility to the rule of law and presidential customs. No person is above the law, and New Yorkers, as well as all Americans, deserve transparency from their elected officials at every level of government. Yeah, so they're not feeling him. No, they are not. And according to Leah Black... The Southern District of New York is made up of, like, lots of different judges and lawyers and, like, it's a whole law and order type of fucking Angie Harmon situation yeah. going on. So there are some that are in his back pocket for sure because he couldn't have done all the deals he's done in New York without people in the Southern District in his back pocket. Right. But there are many, many, many that despise his fucking asshole. So, uh-huh. and they're coming for him. And they're, and the, and the... The Senate Majority Leader of New York is not Mitch McConnell, and it's a woman, and she ain't pluck and playing, and she's about to pass the law and hand over the taxes. So it's, it's pretty amazing how they're they're able to just like because we're gonna just go ahead and pass a law, and we're gonna go around and we're gonna make it so that because you're a New York resident, we're gonna be able to then give your tax returns to the House. I mean, they're doing it specifically for him. Yeah. Like passing it's, the law. It's like what you, you said, it, you did a so there's that about like New Jersey where they were like, we're gonna pass a law that says we can't have a president on yeah, our ballot exactly. if they don't show their tax returns. Yep. Everyone's trying to find a way to pass their laws yep. and it's all genius. And I don't know that Jersey ever did it, but I hope they did. Okay, so I'm sick of pretending that we know anything about what's going on in the news, and I need to reclaim my motherfucking time. Yeah. You want to talk about the things I've done, but I'm reclaiming my time. Yeah. You want to speak on the battles I've won, but I'm reclaiming my time. That's not why I brought you here to share it. I'm reclaiming my time. I am my time every minute of, my time every second my time stop talking my time do you know the rules my time when it's my time my time I can take it back my time oh, 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 oh. 
Say what a month later Reclaiming my time That I sent you way Say, back when Reclaiming my time Give me the answer to my question Reclaiming my time Or don't open your mouth again yeah. Reclaiming my time Reclaiming, 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 reclaiming my time. Yeah, all of my time. Oh, 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 oh. I'm reclaiming my time. Oh, yes, I am. This segment is called Reclaiming My Time, and it's about me talking about things that I want to talk about. <laughs> Sometimes it'll be Rachel Maddow's sticky, pilly lip gloss veils, <laughs> or the fact that Malia Obama is six fucking one. She's goddamn over six feet tall, and no one ever talks about it. But today, I want to do one of my favorite things in the whole wide world called counting other people's <laughs> money. Now, as you guys know... We haven't been privy to much news while we're in Asia, and quite frankly, we haven't even been interested. But apparently, while we weren't looking, all of the 2020 candidates, except for Joe Biden, released their fucking tax returns. Amazing. And the shit is baller and genius, and everything I could, a materialistic (laughs) girl like me, could ever want. Most importantly, first and foremost, we get to sit and compare what they all make per year. Now, what were you um, surprised at? Well, I, first of all, when I went into this, didn't didn't even think through that we were going to see um, what their income was. Yeah. I thought we were going to see, like... I don't know, because I know I do my taxes every year, so I know that's there, so I just never considered it. Mm-hmm. And I remembered hearing, like, a few little rumblings about Pete Buttigieg and how he doesn't make shit, you know? Oh. But, I mean, their their version of Pete Buttigieg doesn't make shit is he makes 150 k a year. And motherfucker lives in Indiana, and that's yeah. probably living high on yeah. the hog. Yeah. You are killing the game on 150 in Indiana. Absolutely. Plus, his husband's making something, too. Yeah, well, I don't know what Chastin does. What is he? <laughs> he might be a stay-at-home mom of their animals. <laughs> but they, mm-hmm. they're white privilege. I'm sure they fucking probably come from money. Ugh, it's so fucking good. I love it so much, you guys. I love it so much. First of all, knowing what people make per year, I will sit when I can't sleep, and I will go through friends, foes, Kardashians, it doesn't matter. And I'll be like, what does she actually make? Mm -hmm. I mean, if we know, when Julie and I know a lot of people on TV shows, I'll sit and try to figure out what they make after agents, managers. Oh, per episode. Oh, yeah, we do it with Johnny. Whatever. We we will find a way to get these people down to $1 a week. Yeah. We don't care. It's just like... (laughs) It's not that great making thirty five thousand dollars a week. I mean, I mean, half to, pays everyone. No, 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 nothing. No. Half you, your agent, your manager, your lawyer, and then I, now what's left for you? Nothing. A hundred dollars. Nothing there. They can't live on it. We'll do Big Brother. We'll be like, ugh. What will they do? They don't. They're not going to have any of that money left. What are they going to do? Win five hundred thousand dollars? I mean, like nothing. And then they're going to. They're not going to be have it the next year. <laughs> so this is what we do. We love it. We live. Now, the highest earner, you guys, is Kamala Harris. Okay. Bitch made $1.9 million and deserves it. Oh, my God. She better go litigate that ass. Mm. That motherfucker... Ooh, we were going to do... We could have just done a whole show called Kamala Harris after... Uh, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, we still might have to because I want to do... Or we want to do a show where <laughs> it's all clips of her just... Prosecuting, basically. Prosecuting. And get into it, and I know that some people have a problem with her. And this Why? Like, oh, but what about the sex workers? And what about She can put crime? every last hooker in jail for all fuck. I am fucking concerned. Like, She's, just, I love her yeah. so hard. Yes. She is the most hardcore motherfucker I have ever seen. Sexy, totally grounded, just like, in the eyeballs, intense, turning people to stone. Yes. Then they fall into dust and their yes. ashes. Yeah. Then she does a light whistle and they blow away into a breeze. Yeah. I'm like, that fucking bitch is demolishing yeah. Yeah. grown men. Oh, I highly recommend look at her um, question Bill Barr. And not only will you be um, ravaged. 
by her. You then look at Cory Booker sitting next to her, and he can't even take it. Cory Booker is like dying. He's like, I'll he's turn. Dying. I will turn straight for this bitch right now. <laughs> That's what he's thinking. And like, and so yeah, when she is on there as being the highest earner, I'm like. Yeah, that's motherfucking right. That's motherfucking yeah. right. I'm not a boss bitch. I'm a boss bitch. Right. And that's what I think. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm glad. She should make the most. And unfortunately, and this did bum me out, she makes that money because of her books. Right. I don't care about that. No. I feel like we should all be making money on the jobs we do. Yes. Not on our fucking thirst traps. <laughs> and a book is a thirst trap, period. Uh-huh. End of story. But... Prosecutor, whatever you are in, in law, law didn't, isn't what it used to be unless you're a defense lawyer and right. you really got to turn into a fucking hooves having devil <laughs> demon. Okay. You do. You got to get that money. You have to chase the money. Chase the money. So, second was Elizabeth Warren. Also gave hey. me life. Gave me life. Not My bad. top two bitches right up there. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to close the laptop and go right on to sleep <laughs> because the world is as it should be. Yes. I was yes. living so fucking hard. Elizabeth Warren making 850000 and earning every dollar. She also earns every dollar and she also um, gives a lot of it. And she knows how to do what to do with it and she isn't a fucking... She's not privileging on with her no. eight hundred and fifty. dollars No. But then, I'm sure she has a nice life. and That's got to be from books. And Elizabeth Warren has been writing books before she was even in politics. Right. She was, that was her whole thing. Is she made wrote books about like bankruptcy and trying to help people with their finances and consumer protections and stuff like that. Right. Bernie Sanders is next with 560. Um, and his is... He said, if you want to be a millionaire... Meow, meow. Ugh. Well, if you want to be... You could write a book like I did. You could write a... You could write a book like... Jay! You could write a book like I did, Jay! You could write a book like... like <laughs> Yeah, anyone can write a book like you did. That's right. Okay. And that's why you can't be president. So he made, like, I think Sorry. he made millions on his book. Whatever he claimed this year was 560. Beto O'Rourke, 370. Motherfucker lives in Texas, so he is, he probably has a sprawling. Well, and his wife comes from money. That's right. Money that's right. that you've never even known. Money. That's right. Well, then bug off, Beto. Um, Amy Klobuchar, without even marketing the fork comb Ugh, that we came up with. Really sad. She made a three, 340. Hey, not, there's nothing wrong with that. That is a very hefty living. Now, here's what also gave me life. The top two and the bottom two gave me the most life. Okay. Because the top two is Kamala and Elizabeth Warren. Bottom two, Cory Booker, Pete Buttigieg, 150K each. I was never more in love with Cory Booker than I was when I found out he made 150000 mm-hmm. He's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. He's being humble. He's doing... He's he lives rolling in Jersey. up his sleeves. You can't, make, you can't make that work in Jersey. Jersey's expensive. That's you can expensive, try to yeah. live by yeah. the Teresa Judice <laughs> and Joe Gorga no, and shit, but, but you're not... You're not... No, you can't... It's like 150 in LA, which is struggle bus. Struggle bus. Yeah. So I was like, you know what, Cory? Core boy... Fucking good for you, man. Like, you're gay, you're in the closet, and fucking I love you. And also, we saw him with Kamala smiling and getting life, and I was like, I'm glad that he... I appreciated that he's not money-grubbing. I don't know. I liked it. Yeah. So, um, there's a few important details inside. The reason I'm saying everything is because, one, Julie's falling asleep sitting up in her underwear. (laughs) Two... Um, we have to do everything on iPhones and this bitch can't see and fucking can't talk. So, oh my God. Plus I flew today, which makes everything worse. Cause you can't hear uh, for whatever reason. I don't know what medically is wrong with me, but when I fly it, I get, um, yeah, there's a, there's a thing. It's sinus, it's congestion. It's, I can't hear even though I pop my ears and then I get, I'm like, Something happens internally. I can't explain it. Yeah, makes me. It's hard to. It's hard to break out of. So, um, well, some of the like light details were that um, Bernie Sanders did some um, rebates for some solar panels. Oh, uh-huh. and, oh this uh, is like the deductions. And yeah, stuff. yeah. <laughs> and he wrote off. So he wrote off all his solar pan- paneling. As you do. Okay. And you know what? Good for him. Well, that's fine. Um, Elizabeth Warren had the most consistent record of giving, donating more than 2% of her adjusted gross income every year for the past decade. Wow. That motherfucker can come and fucking... Wow. 
I don't want to lionize her the way I do Obama, but I literally can't help it. Yeah. I can't fucking help it. I love her so much. I hope she has some kind of porn addiction or something just so we can keep it real, you know? So, um, so, um, she did some write-offs too, you know, Elizabeth Warren. She did some house upgrades, probably some kind of fucking gas stove or whatever the fuck. I'm sure she did. I'm sure Um, they like to like go outside in a hammock and read. I think she reads, she like reads about economics and in a, in a binder, you know? Um, I guess Beto O'Rourke didn't Mm. give a lot. Which is interesting since he comes from so much money. Yeah, I think that's pretty surprising. Um, I think it's the wife, I think, is the one that has all the money. Oh, it says, Cory Booker beat everyone. In 2013, he maxed out the charitable deduction by giving 50% of his income to New Jersey charities. Oh, my God. 50% of his income. How does one do that? I don't even know. I don't have even 50% of my income. Yeah, that sounds like a lie. That's like the kind of thing I do when they go... You owe um, 13000 and I go, you know what? I went to church. I, for- yeah. I forgot. No. I went to Church of Mormonski. Yeah. And I gave actually $500 every Sunday. So can you add that in? Oh, God. We're so sorry. Yeah. Wow. Well, you're amazing. You actually don't owe any money. Yeah. I don't really know how you do 50 50- I don't think that's possible. And I don't think he did that. <laughs> you know? I, that's crazy. I don't really get... It's, I'm getting lost in the charts and, um, uh-huh. <laughs> like lost in your eyes, you know yeah. what I mean? Debbie Gibson style. Yeah. But, um, I, get I thought one thing was interesting. Bernie Sanders and his wife do their own taxes. Oh, that's right. The motherfuckers boot right up on TurboTax. Oh, they go, they take a Sunday and he's like, Jay, come up here. <laughs> I don't know how to turn the computer on, Jay. <laughs> and then she turns it on and she's like, Ugh. You do it like this, Bernie. I told you the last 10 years, you do it like this. I know. Why are you yelling at me? I don't know how to do it. Here we go. Come on. Let's do our deductions. Oh. Soda bells. Yeah. Why'd you spend so much at the diner or wherever? <laughs> like, why are you spending so much when you I brought- have to get down with the people, Jay. I have to. So then they're sitting there doing TurboTax on a PC. I'm sure he does not have a Mac. And it has a tower. And <laughs> the fucking the, tower. The screen is not flat. You know what I mean? It's a bubble screen? Yeah. Not bubble. You know, like, like, um, you know, it's like, um. Like those old computers? Yeah. Oh, PCs. And then Amy Klobuchar has a high-end accounting firm. And I love that they're kind of like trying to throw shade at Amy Klobuchar. It's like, like, yeah, she doesn't have time. She's too busy eating salads with her own comb (laughs) to fucking, and abusing her staff to deal. Who wants to do their taxes? I would kill to have an accounting firm. Of course. And do it right and do it and not ever think about it and then they handle it and what's the problem? She makes $350,000 a year. And Joe Biden, we're looking for you. We're waiting for you. Get your shit together. Oh, I mean, he's going to be like, sorry about those couple years where uh, pharmaceutical companies and tobacco kind of Hey, yeah, me. but you know, I'm still a cool guy, good guy, cool guy, good guy. We want, yeah, we want, we want, Bernie, <laughs> hold on, we want Joe on. Biden to do a like a like a fundraising tour where if you pay like a G, you can stand in line and he'll kiss you on the back of the head <laughs> and grab your fucking shoulders. Like if you're a man and you you can have either one. He'll kiss every man. Fun. Oh yeah, forehead kiss. Yep. That motherfucker would. Oh please. Break. It Break it in. in. Like, lean in, you guys. Lean in. Amy yep. Klobuchar, lean the fuck in. Make that yep. comb. Yep. Seriously. I can't even talk at this point. It's the middle of the night in Literally Beijing, China. While counting other people's money is always fun and vulgar exercise, <laughs> I think now I want to spend a moment with Melania. Oh. So, as First Lady of the United States of America, Melania Trump is expected to have a platform, okay? Hillary Clinton's was It Takes a Village. I'm sure you all fucking remember that. Michelle Obama's we think was just move. We're not sure. We can't Google here. We're going on Julie's memory. We think it was just move. Now, Eleanor Roosevelt was focused on poor people, which I personally feel is the best one. And honestly, 
After reading Eleanor Roosevelt's Wikipedia, I'm probably going to make Julie take us to Eleanor Roosevelt's skew next week because that fucking lesbo was (laughs) the straight up shit. Mm -hmm. And everybody needs to know more about her. But the first ladies as of late have always focused on America's children and Melania is no different. It took her well over a year to get her shit together. And by her, I mean her staff. <laughs> and then finally, in May of 2018, she debuted her big Be Best campaign. We were absolutely here for it on this podcast, of course. And you know what? We're here for it again. Because it's the one year anniversary of Be Best. And our girl has made some changes to the campaign. And we want to hear all about it. So without further ado, let's welcome our wonderful <clears throat> and glamorous first lady, Melania Trump. Thank you, Brandy. You know I love being with you. You are most glamorous woman next to me. <laughs> Thank so you. So I do love to be with you. It's so, you know, we have spent a wonderful year uh, talking about Bebas. <laughs> now, <clears throat> now, I feel like I haven't seen you in a while, Melania. I've missed you. But I know sometime this year... Ooh. I heard all about your. You had a lot of pencils. Mm. Some leftover Be Best pencils. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, I take a drink okay. for my throat. Okay. I was Please just do. talking so much with Donald, my husband, uh-huh. telling him about how he will never, ever touch me again. <laughs> okay. Now, um, the pencils, what happened was we had all pencils from Be Best. And we didn't know what to do with them because no, no one ever took uh, one. <laughs> also, uh-huh. what you'd forget is that who, who on the planet uses a pencil? Well, children do. I think they use uh, the computers now. <laughs> okay. And also a pencil that like that, like original pencil that you put number in. Two, number, yeah, number two, a number two pencil. Okay. You're right. Number one they, or those, three. Those were all colored pencils that you made. But they were colored pencil because we are diversity of rainbow. Right. And then the rainbow, uh-huh. the pencil yes. is like a child. Oh, okay. Each child is like a, a charcoal, a writing instrument that can be sharpened uh-huh. but made smaller right. and that can be erased. <laughs> That's true. That's right. Now, I've read that there, you guys have made some some serious changes to Be Best, two major changes to Be Best campaign. Well, what we do with Be Best campaign is that we go around and just be taught. The campaign basically works like this. We go to schools and places like hospitals or whatever they tell me to go. And I talk. And I meet children or I don't let them touch me or I do touch them or whatever. I do like enjoy them. And then we say, oh, we're, we're going to take be best and we are going to help the children by, you know, hear these things. But the secret is. Yes. We don't do any of it. No. We we don't do nothing. No. I just have to show up. It's great. You see? So, why did you want to make changes to be? What were the three? Wasn't there three? Three pillars of okay. the best. Okay. Okay? Now, it's uh, what we have been focusing on is social media. Oh, okay. Bullying. Right. Bullying, right. That's like the body bench. Those were, that's what the body bench. Okay. And so, two... <laughs> Those were two pillars, but then we added one, oh. which is now going to be opioid epidemic. Oh, so you added <clears throat> opioid epidemic to the... We, all, we added opioid epidemic because we realized that children are also in the opioid <laughs> are epidemic. Are children all addicted to painkillers? They are all addicted. They are all drug addicts. <laughs> oh, wow. It's crazy. I had no idea that the fourth and fifth graders I see running around are all oh, yeah. Vicodin poppers. Oh, they go. They get in accidents. Then they get on painkillers. Here's what oh, happens. They pur- that's right. They purposely fall off their bike so they can go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's what happens. Then... <laughs> What we found is that uh, the women who are on opioid epidemic uh-huh. get pregnant, 
Then they pass on opioid epidemic to baby. Oh. Then baby's born. And like my husband said, uh, Donna said, uh, what doctors are doing are then the baby's born and they go, should we kill it? Right. The life begins at conception. All right. that. Now, <laughs> infant fucking suicide and all that shit. Exactly, that's right. That's right. Infantile suicide. Yeah, infantile suicide. <laughs> exactly right. So then we go. No, we don't want to do infantile suicide, <clears throat> but it's very, very uh, big epidemic for babies to be born with the opi- opioid epidemic already in of them. So then we right. have to help them. But then sometimes they grow bigger. And they want that Oxycontin, honey. Oh, have you ever seen a baby try to buy drugs? Just, try to buy opioids? Tacky. I mean, they go, they, 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 they are draining the system. It's not good. They go into CVS. Oh, that's right. They get all the Sudafed they can fucking get. They walk up, they go, I could I get codeine with? And you're like, you are too. <laughs> They don't. They think that they're getting something passed on. They put whole suit on and go to the counter. It's These crazy. These fucking little shit whores. They are bad. They are shit whores. <laughs> so then we add the pillar, and we're calling them pillars too to make it sound even more like religious. Yeah, it does. It sounds um, important. Exactly. It sounds important. So then, excuse me. I want. I want. It's the. I also have opioid epidemic. So I know. She bet we don't have any opioids right now. I know. I'd love some. So uh, the other two pillars were making bigger. So mm. with social media. By, want, you mean by actually maybe doing one part of it? Yeah, right. We're going to do one part of it maybe. Or we just talk about it more. Like for example, like we, we, we want to make sure that online safety for children is uh, safe. so Like not getting in sex trafficking. Don't get sex trafficked. No. Don't do it. Don't be like me. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't let some guy named P- Peter Higgard meet you, in, <laughs> meet you in the middle of your village and go, do you want to go to America? You should be model. And I go, of course, I'm model. Then I get into some back of plane and I don't think that was modeling. <laughs> So then uh, people say, but how can you do online safety when you could, you know, with bullying with your husband when he does nothing but social media bullying? <laughs> right. And I say, we're, we're dealing with children, not with grown baby. We're dealing <laughs> with children. He's his own man. I don't worry about his tweets and he's going to die soon anyway. <laughs> he's so filled with... MSG and <laughs> God knows what. So he'll have, he's going to have a stroke, I'm sure. Every us. day. You're describing <laughs> us. Oh, how I'm many like times glowing, have, I'm like <laughs> glowing neon with MSG. The guy, I Chinese mean, the guy looks MSG. like a balloon that's uh, the type of balloon that's when you blow it up, that one, then you blow it up and you go, should I blow it up one more time? <laughs> it gets and then it white. pops. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It looks all white. Yeah, it looks all white. And you're like, ooh, I could get it to go a little bit more. I could do a little bit more and make it go exciting and big. And then you do it one puff and (laughs) pop. It pops so bad. That's what he looks like. (laughs) Don't you think? I'm surprised he take one breath. He doesn't explode. Motherfucker. The only good thing that ever came out of that was Baron. I love him so much. Uh, I love Baron's him so much. tall too. He's like as tall as Baron is almost seven feet tall now. He's so tall. Wow. He's like Malia fucking He's Obama. He's very tall. So we're trying to be best. I want some people to to remember to be nice. To go online and just do shopping and right. tell nice things to everyone. People do need to get off social media, Melania. They, they do. They do. You're right. But go play. Go. The children don't need to be on there. No, children need to body bench. Children need to go be friends. <laughs> That's children right. need to go and sing songs and do dancing. And right. I love children so much. They're so pure. They're not a big fat balloon <laughs> that come come floating in your room. 
thinking they're going to go and be on you. No. Well, Why don't you go, but pop. Thank you so much for coming <laughs> and stopping by the show. We always love having you. You're, you're, we, we, we hope you um, find your happiness. We wish you the best. Thank you, Brandy. I love seeing you so much. We, we Another you, we glamorous you. woman in the whole world. Okay. Now it's time <laughs> for So There's That. Okay, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a ray of light shining through the clouds of shit hanging around the political atmosphere right now. She hates doing it, and it's damn near impossible in fucking Beijing on the free airport Wi-Fi, which prevents us from using the American internet. (sighs) Okay, Meow Meow, (laughs) what is your so there's that moment for this? Let's just keep it tight. Let's Um, keep it very tight. Let's keep it tight. So, you, you, let's be honest also. I found it. You, this is yours. Yeah. Um, but I loved it so much. And we've been... Um, basically, um, I uh, hate Air China. And yes. I, I fucking hate their guts. And um, I'm in, in the middle of night terror. You're in the middle of night terror. Yes. We are night terror. However, when we talk about Elizabeth Warren, we... There's a spring in the step. Yeah. There's, there's a light a, in the loafer. There's a so there's that. There's in, a so in, there's in that. The, in the air. In the air. So you found this and I just loved it. So, uh, Well, I didn't know if it was a so there's that. I just said, will you just read this so I can know about it? Yeah. I just don't have time. And, that, and I've decided since we're here and it's literally in the middle of the morning, night, um, I'm just going to read it. Good. I'm gonna, I'm, you know what I mean? Read it straight from the Arctic so, Claw. It's the Arctic <laughs> Claw and read it. Um. What is so amazing about Elizabeth Warren is that she's the pretty much the only presidential candidate so far of the 2020s. So far in the history of the entire world yeah. ever, as far as I'm concerned. Honestly, I mean, I don't know much about the candidates, but like I've never, to me, this is unheard of. The level of um, her policy, like... She's rolling out policies every week. Yeah, like in that they're succinct. She can answer, I know, and I'm... So excited for the debates because I know that, or if she does a town hall or whatever, she's done someone we've missed it. I know that she's, um, she is her her presidency or whatever or her plan is so um, planned out. It is a airtight. Blue, it is airtight. It is a blueprint. She has. She's. she's the architect has signed off. There's she's, no. She's she's an engineer. She's a, yes. And the fact that she is doing this with facts and numbers, facts and numbers, she's coming Try to poke a hole, bitch. Try anyone to poke a fucking hole. Try and poke a hole. She's going Mm -hmm. to... Try and poke a holist. That's what uh, (laughs) Trump should call her. That's right. Try and poke a holist. Or try and poke a hauntus. Uh-huh. She's going to... um, We are waiting for the debates like it's the goddamn fucking... You know, Beverly Hills Housewives reunion. Oh my God, I mean, honestly, like Seriously. we have nothing good for our Seriously. eyeballs. We want to see these people get in tight fights. We need Kamala Harris prosecuting people. Oh, we need God. we need all of it. We need Cory Booker being gay. We need all, all of it. I mean, if you've le- and uh, we've said this before, but the 2020 candidates are basically what we're looking at is the new administration. So whoever's president, whoever's vice president, whoever's whatever, it's just like there. That's our administration is right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. The cabinet thing, the head of whatever yes. committee, blah, blah blah. So what she did was Elizabeth. It's weird, Liz. She um, rolled out what advocates and experts say is the most ambitious federal proposal to tackle the opioid epidemic. The latest of many policy proposal from Warren's presidential campaign. The so you're saying her newest one is the opioid epidemic. And it's the most ambitious one yet, apparently. Of all of her policies or of anyone else's? The most ambitious federal proposal to tackle the opioid epidemic. Damn, bitch. She goes so in, too. She goes in. There's just no... She's like, impeach Trump. Yep. People are like, maybe we should think about... Nope. No. And she no. doesn't, right. She doesn't mince words. She no. doesn't tiptoe around. No. She's like, oh, how are we going to get the money? Um, uh, We're just going to take it from billionaires. Yeah, and here's how. And <sighs> she's allotted for and has planned and budgeted the money. 
like to the dollar. The proposal is an updated version of the CARE Act that Warren and Representative Elijah Cummings, who we also love, get it, John? We love Elijah Cummings. Tell him, John. Tell him, John. Um, They previously introduced in Congress, it would allocate $100 billion over 10 years to fight the opioid crisis. So, which is now, apparently the opioid crisis is the, the deadliest drug problem in American history. And if anyone does, lest any of you think this isn't interesting, just know this, it's Van Jones's like, biggest thing. And right. we all need to do whatever the fuck Van Jones <laughs> yeah. is into. And he'll be the administration, too. Um, the bill is the only one that really grasps the nettle of how big the problem is, said this drug expert at Stanford. So, that's exciting. Um, nettle. Yes, whatever else people might say about it, this is the first thing that really recognizes that the opioid crisis is a massive public health problem, like AIDS, and is not going to be solved by a tweak here or a tweak there, which I thought was really interesting that that the opioid epidemic is basically like a plague. Wow. Um, Warren is known for her many policy proposals on the presidential campaign trail, blah, blah, blah. Um, She's called for more research into alternative painkillers, including medical marijuana, She's tried to hold President Trump's administration accountable for its weak response to the crisis, pushing government watchdog agency to investigate the administration. So she's so going deep. Um, Because they're all taking money. They're all taking money from lobbyists and drug companies for sure. And we've read, I mean, we've told you guys about that disgusting fucking Rackler, Reckler, Heckler family. Sackler. That made Oxycontin and then created the drug that gets you off of Oxycontin. They are such... Fucking hooves. They are hooves. (laughs) Um, So she's... She is trying to change regulation. She is trying... So the proposal is just like... Basically, at the end of the day, it's a very ambitious proposal. And she's going to pay for it by... um, uh, Ow. She's going to pay for... (laughs) Ow, 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 ow. You need some opioids. Oh my god, I do. Oh my god. People who need opioids don't even get them like us. She's going to basically do a wealth tax that will pay for it, and it'll do $100 billion over um, a 10-year span. I would like to know, I feel like all of her policies come from some sort of wealth tax, and I'm wondering, is there enough wealth in the world? And, like, obviously we know that she's going to, um, she wants to tax, like, Google and all them, but... The wealth tax, I guess, is for individuals. I mean, I don't know. She's definitely coming for the wealthy and big businesses, but eventually, I mean... Well, here's the other thing. So, here's what she's proposing. This is a quote from her. If you have more than $50 we're going to ask you to pay a tax of $0.02 per dollar on every dollar after your 50 millionth and first. It raises $2.75 trillion over the next 10 years. Enough to pay for my plans to cancel student loan debt and provide universal free college, fully fund universal childcare, and end the opioid epidemic. What? And guess, <laughs> oh and she, my god! And, then, and guess what? We'd still have nearly a trillion dollars left over. So there's that. episode of dumb gay politics thank you guys for listening if you're new to us and you haven't signed up for our patreon podcast please go to www.patreon.com slash dumb gay politics and check it out there are two free episodes so you can see if it's your cup of tea before you make the commitment um it's only a dollar an episode and this week and probably for the rest of the year we will be talking about <laughs> our brand new fupas that we grew in tokyo <laughs> um Also, don't forget we're doing a live podcast in D.C. on June 1st at 5 p.m. at the D.C. Comedy Loft. So get your bus passes and train passes and Airbnbs all scheduled if you live within a 24-hour drive (laughs) of D.C. That's right. Everyone within a 24-hour drive. 24-hour drive. We expect to see your faces. That's right. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And Chinese, bitch. (laughs) It's been... How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful hand in hand. 
He's just a little brought down because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme and maybe play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty grooving. Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal, we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat world. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Right. Or maybe a bite. Right. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man. With blonde hair and a tan, and he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. <laughs> 